0: you're tuning in to past our prime a show powered by squad Locker. let's
1: be
2: great let's be great here are your hosts retired astros minor league star tip fairchild and former patriots all pro center dan copen go rock
0: this thing huh love you man all right
1: here we go folks welcome to the program episode 57 as always powered by squad locker um, we have Jimmy Van Ostrand, VO. I call him. It's a lot easier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> let, yeah, Canadian be, guy um, Van Ostrand. Reason Jimmy. we're bringing him on: played with him <laughs> Sh- for a long time.
1: Shocking! He's a, he's a former baseball player
0: and uh, not one from a, Maine.
1: One of, <laughs> one of no, he's not from. Yeah, we're going outside the. We're, we're going outside, crazy.
0: outside of it, but we're bringing him on because he's in the. He's a big league, uh, big league, mental coach, mental performance coach. Which is a popular thing nowadays. It's a very popular thing. So we're going to go down the, I told them. I text him, I said, we're going to kind of go down the Dr. Chapman route with you. Remember yeah. Dr. Chapman, we're talking about the anxiety and like the mental side of the game. So I'm interested to hear what yeah. he has What's to say. It,
1: it, didn't you tell me the other day when you set this up, like he was worried about, you know. Uh, Oh, doc, doctor-client yeah. privilege. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I just basically yeah, said, like, yeah. just tell me. No, this is more. This is more no, for us. This him, is about us. Yeah, no, no, he says not, it's about not, me, not anybody else. Yeah, who
0: you're not who you're working with. You yeah, need. We to fix don't care. Me. Fix me. Yeah.
1: So yeah. that's what we're going so, through.
0: Golf so season's we'll coming up. I.
1: This is exactly. all about
0: us. That's right. Absolutely. Um, There's so many things that happen. So
1: many things, and we're and we're gonna touch on. I don't want to get into last weekend in depth because no because. It's gonna like by the time this comes out. That's true. It's yeah, we're going be into the next about, That's right. It's worn out. Let's
0: just say the divisional round games were phenomenal. Right? I, okay. We
1: suck at betting.
0: Is is um what's what am I trying to say? Yeah, uh, rec- is this a bad term? <laughs> recency bias. I don't know. I feel like it comes up as a as a bad term, but I think we have recency bias on saying it might be the best Sunday that you will ever see. In terms of game, I mean, those two games with the Brady comeback, twenty-seven to three, right? A comeback like that followed up by an all-time, an all-time great, an instant classic, as they used to say. Yes, I think they probably
1: still say that. I think that's that's, ESPN Classic still a channel. Remember mm -hmm. that
0: they used to have like Instant Classic. It was on ESPN Classic like the next day.
1: Correct, but I think they can still do that with the technology now. <laughs> can. So it still could be an, <laughs> an instant, instant classic, classic, okay. which I, I yeah. agree with you on that one. And, and I will I will defer on this part. The Rams Bucks game was not good for three quarters. Nope. So as an overall, it was not. Was not good for three mm-hmm. quarters. Rams were kicking the shit out of them. Yep. And then uh, I again, I mean, you go back to the Falcons game, twenty eight to three. They had to do everything right, and uh, Rams, Falcons had to do everything Mm -hmm. wrong, which happened again in the fourth quarter. And if they made that
0: comeback... Holy shit! I called you t- three times. You were he kept declining because he was at friend's <laughs> I was house. And I was like, "I'm, uh, uh, I'm uh, over here,
1: hyperventilating <laughs> It was kind of good because I call, like, I talked to you a little bit before texting back and forth, and then it was just the emotional roller coaster that I could tell you were on. I was on it, and basically, I got the text at the. I'm crying right now, and I can't help it. And I called him up. Sure enough, I think he was like leg- legitimately crying. And it was, I mean, when you think you have it, I mean, it's just two things. And the Kansas, City, um, Kansas City-Buffalo Kansas City game was an instant classic from start to finish. In the last two minutes, maybe the best two
0: minutes you'll ever see in football. It was offensively speaking, maybe not po- defensively. 26 points and then overtime points and overtime, too. Was <laughs> I'm laughing at our text. I said, uh... I said, uh I can't even say that sentence, but then <laughs> <laughs> look at the, look at the, uh, gif that I put back. So the, it was yeah. the, uh, the, uh, what is that called?
2: Pirates of the Caribbean. Parts of
0: the Caribbean. <laughs> Jack Sparrow one. It was perfect. And then it was just back and forth. And then you drop the, uh, dumb and dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yes. And I just was dying. I was like, this is bananas. It was, it was good back so, and forth. It's yeah. probably
1: not really good for uh, radio or uh, podcasts.
0: Yeah, but so many people watch that, I and mean, they knew where we would be talking about this. And, I mean, we almost saw another TB12 comeback that was just for the ages. And you
1: should have so. – I mean, it should have went to overtime, right? I mean, it, yeah. it, it, you go back to both games, it was bad defensive calls and bad coaching situational football in both games. Yeah. You do, you do not go blitz zero – which means nobody's in the middle of the field. You're bringing everybody, and everybody's locked one-on-one. Right over the top. With OBJ sitting to there. To a Cowboy quarterback, quarterback was, anyway. You know, probably the non-quarterback MVP of the of the, mm-hmm. of the NFL. And a guy that
0: likes to, to chuck the ball deep. Chuck the ball deep. So.
1: And you go blitz zero in that yep. situation. All you have to do is keep them in front of you and tackle them.
0: Uh-huh. And then in the
1: Kansas City-Buffalo game, like, when it's – they need a field goal to send to overtime in thirteen seconds, was it? With a kicker that missed short One. a forty five yarder. <laughs> that was shocking. I actually that was like what was that? Fifty five? And someone there said it was like forty six. I mean, you got freaking kidding me. Forty six yarder short by five but, yards. But in that guy's defense, uh his name slips my mind at the moment. Um you no, it. it's it's yes, I will think of it. Mm-hmm. Kansas City kicker, don't don't do it, Max, I'll think of it. Uh he, up.
0: Chica. No, <laughs> he used to kick for the Bucks. He has got. Pikachu. No, <laughs> okay, I'm name? He... Hiccup. No. What the yes, it's a... something like that. Why did it slip? By the... Go ahead. You're close. Am I close? You're close. Hang Come on. One going. more. <laughs> Come on. You got Hiccup, it. Suck up. What? Suck up. Oh, no, it's yeah. not. Is it suck up? Suck up. Yeah.
2: Suck up? No, it's not suck up. Oh, Harrison Bucker.
0: Bucker. Oh, I was thinking suck. Bucker has
1: a pair of steel nuts on him, too, though. I've seen him kick. Fifty five yarders or over fifty, yeah. where they call a timeout and he drills it again. So I'm not saying he doesn't have a set of nuts, but
0: for you wanna, him to miss a forty six short is hard to do. You want to talk about steel nuts. What about the Bengals kicker, steel nuts? Oh, that was awesome. Calling his shot. Oh, that's stuff gets And he's me a rookie big. too. Yeah. And have you seen his like he got I mean, his like TikTok videos and Instagram videos? Yeah. With him like knocking caps off of bottles okay. and
1: I still have a problem with those. Oh, but he's a beast. All right. So if you put a bottle bottle up there, which is what yeah. he did, and he just grazed it and it, it spun the cap off, right? Yep. He said he did. Like, yes, it's really cool, but he said he also had to kick it like 30 or 40 times just on the off chance that he hits it. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I know his accuracy and he can kick the ball like wherever he wants. I get how. Still finely tuned he is, but if you do it, thir- it's it's like trying to hit that like like in golf. Yeah, or
0: I'm, I can hit this shot once out of fifty my times. I guess though is he probably hit quite a few of them that were pretty close. Yeah, it's still tough to do.
1: Yes, but I don't think he goes so, into it. It's like I don't think you can call it a trick shot if you get 50, 50 shots at it. There were a like, lot. Th- like it's a trick shot I if agree. you can do it on the
0: first time. I agree. Uh, there were a lot of great quotes though that came from this weekend. So his was, well, you know, guess we're going to the AFC Championship. Yep. I fucking love that. Yeah. Just the, just the, <laughs> just right the on the line of, of like that arrogance, cockiness, but just confident of being like, that's, I'm going out there and I'm burying this thing. Love that shit. Uh, so I'm, he I'm, did.
1: And for Cincinnati who hasn't won in a Boy, long time. I love time, Joe Burrow too. I would have loved to have seen Cincinnati versus Buffalo this week. Oh, that would have been a great game. And I don't
0: know why, like, but I wanted yep. Buffalo to beat Kansas city so bad. Oh, you know, it was, it, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, but there's, I still, I did, I did remember my liking of Patrick Mahomes more. I, he did play like.
1: <laughs> See, my, 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 I, I dislike him even more now. Do you? Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily. Not personally it, or whatever. No, he I played, just, he,
0: Kansas City's team is just like. Played a great game, not, though. Oh, they played, way Phenomenal. But, you know, again, this team lost, but. Josh Allen, you want to talk about a set of steel nuts. That guy's balls are huge. Yeah. <laughs> We've dropped a lot of steel nuts and balls in this I episode. Guess, <laughs> I guess I know the titles yeah. coming up. Yeah, so. exactly. Steel nuts and balls. Um, Josh Allen, he is, when, when he turns the corner on people, I know he's a big guy too. He buries people. Like he does not slide, he does not go out of bounds, he lowers the absolute boom mm-hmm. on people and he moves earth. Like <laughs> like he buries people and plows through them. Would you say is there anybody that's been like that as a quarterback? Uh da, da, da.
1: not not him, I don't think.
0: A lot of those types are quick and elusive, right? Like Michael Vick. Like he yeah. didn't lay the hammer on people. He lays the hammer. Remember, and, <laughs> and kills them. What
1: who's who's uh God, I, 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 names are slipping me. Who's the guy that? from quarter? The quarterback from Kentucky. He oh, was with the Giants. Oh, the big guy. Um, the big guy. Yeah, he
0: died they, a few years he ago. What's his name? Um, soul. But he was. He uh,
1: was, he wasn't running. He was not a running quarterback. He was no. not the most athletically
0: gifted. But he was pounds. a horse. He's the one that got the uh, barstool deal done remember when barstow was selling it was his agent like he made the introduction oh really yeah was it jared lawrence yes that, thank no, you that yep. it definitely was yeah <laughs> and he yeah he was a different style josh allen was just massive and he just absolutely wrecks people so I, i'm bummed that we don't get to see him more you might you might be able to say that saints guy oh you know, I, the, the
1: the gadget guy down there yeah boy how are your names today
0: i'm not i, I didn't think we were gonna go in this direction Her, number seven
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I passed over him fantasy football a bunch of times because he can't throw. But, yeah, we so just it really are, doesn't matter. Boy, we're experts of names. It's I, fine. It doesn't it's really no, matter. No big deal. But um, again, our betting continues to suck. So if you did we it, we were both one. No, we were yeah, both we, one for three. Yeah, we
0: both were one for three. We're, we, we, you and I split. We had different games that we lost. Yeah. No.
1: Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, I won the San Francisco game. You so lost. So I'm it, still
0: and, down right now 100 out 100 we're
1: gonna do four picks right now yep again for one hundred. um go first san francisco versus la la is minus seven over under
0: right now is 54.5 uh i'm going niners and over which is probably i might be the only person in the country taking that bet (laughs) but i'm going niners and over all right because i'm gonna go rams Mm -hmm. and i will go under okay now, I do think the Rams are going to win. I don't okay. care. I, don't, I, I know that that doesn't count towards this bet. It doesn't, I don't, the don't, Rams that, will beat the Niners. The Niners are going to cover. Okay. I understand how that I'm works. taking the Niners. <laughs> okay. So you've got the Niners. I've got
1: the Niners the and the points? over.
0: And the over. All right.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. Bengals plus seven over under against the Chiefs, 54 and a half. I'll go on this one. Okay. I will go
0: Chiefs. Okay. I'm glad that you did. And I will go under okay i love this i'm going Bengals. joe cool i love the guy (laughs) i think he's great love joe burrow yep um Bengals, and i'm going over and it's going big this is a 32 uh let me let me hang on here this is a 44 37 game (laughs) this is a big number 37 so you gotta push that oh yeah so you don't even want the victory no, this is uh this is <laughs> so you just want the <laughs> over you don't want to you don't you just know, <laughs> <laughs> <so laughs> gonna like, push yeah no so so no, you're gonna push your points up, up. <laughs> even higher so fifty four thirty seven like this is a big this is a high scoring affair this is gonna be a shootout game All right. and I know that Cincinnati doesn't have Max right, you're gonna
1: have to go back and fine. figure
0: that one out um, yeah. Bengals Bengals and over I and just, you went Chiefs and over or under
1: <clears throat> I went Chiefs and I went what the hell did I, did I do under
0: I don't know no I went seven. over I went over okay so yeah, we're yeah. the same on the over. Yeah, yeah. okay
1: I got I got the Chiefs and I got the over got it. um Chiefs Mahome's playing really well right now um I think you know the Bengals I like Burrow. I like okay. Chase I think they're gonna put some points on the board but the way the Chiefs are going right now I I, I don't know if they can stay with them 49ers love the 49ers yeah. love the team love mm-hmm. their defense love their special teams can the offense make enough plays? Which that's why they haven't that's been why able to, and, and to take I just over. don't know if the defense and the special teams can make as many plays as they have to this point. It's just, you know, yep. you, you, it's got to be a full team effort in these mm. games, and they
0: just haven't put it together. Full, 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 full compliment. Everybody wants to hear this one. from you, per, From you, from your mouth, your lips to God's ears. 12 done. Oh, yeah, you know, before luck, it's yeah, a lot going on with this, right? I think
1: we talked about it last week. I said, I think my thought process before the games was if he wins this year, I think he would be okay walking away.
0: If he, if did, he wins this year, because he obviously has, he didn't win, now. he has one more year left on his deal, right? Yes. Is it an option, or is it like he has one more year left? He has one more year, but
1: it was just one of those salary cap type things to uh, add it on to lower it, his got number got this it, year. It, so okay. I, I think he can, you know, he do yeah. whatever he got wants. Got it. Okay. Right? So um,
0: now right, that they going. lost,
1: yeah. If they lost, I think he would. I, my thought process was he would come back and 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 do it again. Okay. However, what guy? I mean, <laughs> he he's next He looks twenty three. So. Oh. I mean, there's there's things you can do. I think to look younger nowadays. Well,
0: did you want to I clip that one? Send it to him, Max. I don't, um, I don't know. No, but I mean, I mean, in the pocket, I mean, he still looks pretty spry. I'm not. He led the league in passing. He's, yeah, up, you he's know, probably, probably going to
1: get MVP. I'm not saying anything about his, his so that's, his play. Okay, so cuz you know, I've never, funny. I've never heard something come out during the game or just before the game where he's going to mull it over. That threw me off. Okay. I got multiple messages, and I'm, messages sure, and on I'm this. sure internally, like, like he does that every year, mm-hmm. and like, okay, I'm gonna go home, talk to the family, you know, see how I feel physically. I like, I think he does that. How many years do you think he's done I that?
0: Kn- oh, probably the last five,
1: maybe more. Yeah, I, I, I just no, he was always gonna play. Like, yeah, like okay. I, I, just, I don't think he needed to make a, a statement. I just think, like, all right, this is, this is, this is the plan. This is what we're doing. And the fact that he came out and said something that sort of threw me off yeah. a
0: little bit. So, I got multiple messages on this from a lot of people. Some who know you, like who we know now, maybe from this, and you know, and say, "Hey, what's Dan think about about like twelve retiring?" Couple. I got a message from a from my publication that was asking for a quote from <laughs> you. <laughs> Here, hold on. So I said, "Hang on, let's just do this on the show instead." So, um, so your thought is that if he would have won before, before, before. If he would have won, he was done. Yes. Now that he hasn't, is he... Before,
1: I thought he would have came back. Okay. Now, with the reports out there that needs to mull it over, Mm -hmm. it threw me off. Because I've never heard that
0: before. See, for me, mull it over means uh, I'm coming back, boys. There's no...
1: I mean, yeah, but there's no... It's like Rodgers or, you know, these, these guys, there's nothing that's not planned. And I'm not saying I know. I don't uh, talk to him about it. There's nothing that isn't leaked that isn't planned. We can call him. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but to have that report out there sort of throw me off. Now, I still say he's going to come back.
0: Okay. So you're saying come back. I'm saying come back. Um, I actually am saying I think he comes back this year, and if he wins or loses this next year coming up, I still think he has one more team left in him.
1: I, you know, I don't. I, I thought about that too.
0: I, and I, I, th- I just think he might pick like one more team of weapons that needs a quarterback, or there's an injury or something that he's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I'll do one more. Here's my top three teams besides Tampa Bay. I love this. All right, top okay. three
1: teams for me besides. Tampa You go, Tampa and then Bay. I'll go. Yep. Number one, mm-hmm. San Francisco.
0: Mm, he he did. Number say, two, he
1: did say he didn't. Tennessee his allegiance. Was Number over. two, Tennessee because of Vrabel. Vrabel and Tannehill just blows. Okay, go. Number yep. three. Yep. New
0: England <laughs> Oh yes baby New England Get Why Getting them back together Okay Why You ready for my Why three? not and Number two three? I
1: don't think it's going to happen Because I think if Tennessee were to Release or trade I think their cap hit Is like 50 million So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Let's probably just Throw that one out
0: Got it Minnesota Was my first pick I texted you that too I don't, I don't
1: remember getting that They ever. have
0: wide receiver weapons And like What yeah. if he was like Hey I'm going to go play I'm going to go play there For one year and I, for some reason I can picture him wearing purple and white <laughs> like uh <laughs> in that outfit <laughs> no kind of like yeah in that outfit like kind of like Favre okay. when he was done you know like, kind of like for some reason I can picture that Um it's funny because we have the last the same two picks on the last ones Tennessee was my next one just because Tannehill Tannehill just a bum and they, they have weapons still who are kind of young yep. plus it's Rabel yep. right and then it's right in the heart man Imagine I'm, one year in New England. Like, can you imagine that? It would have to be, you know, we'll knock on wood, but I guess maybe kind of not knock on wood. Like, it would mean that there was an injury to Mac Jones, potentially, like an offseason thing or like, oh, he's had shoulder surgery. He's down for a little bit, something like that. But imagine one more year. That would be unbelievable. Oh,
1: I'm not <laughs> even talking about an injury to Mac Jones. I'm mean, like, okay, no, no. Here, you're the backup. Now you, you definitely are the quarterback and wait. You learn from him really sitting with him you develop physically for another year and then it's yours after that this is a real thing that you this is a i'm just saying i mean if you're gonna chase i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know if you can get into would it i mean would it would it would it go against his legacy if he started going bouncing team to team every year you know chasing that championship would that affect it at all no you think no. So when do we At start the, end, the petition? I'm not saying what he did, but <laughs> what
0: legacies? He's had five. not the
1: legacy, but just like okay, all right, now now we're gonna now we're gonna change everything, and now it's basically okay. We're gonna go find the team that's ready for a championship. Yeah, that's, that's you know that's what the I mean. LeBron, the br- you know, LeBron that, that's thing. That's what I don't like yeah. about you yeah, know the true. basketball and all. Like, hey, we're gonna put yeah. our three guys that's together. True. I hear you. Which is kind of like not, not. It's like
0: against what I what I believe. Percentage that he goes to New England for one year out of you, one percent. But there's wow, still there's still a chance. chance. There's still chance. That's a chance. Still a chance. Thing, Put that dumb and dumber thing in there's there. There's still a chance. It might even be less than a percent. Yeah, I like this. But okay.
1: let's just throw it in there for the conversation. Why not? Okay. If you're going to go somewhere else,
0: why not? Love it, Max. Did you did you watch football this weekend? I watched a couple of the uh, highlights. But you also watch Puppet Master? You said Puppet Master is good. This weekend, yeah. Is that that show on Netflix or something? Yeah, you yeah, told like me there's something four
1: part docu series. it's just uh, so I started it. I, I think I started it, and then uh, my Screwed wife was up. like, yeah, "I don't think so." Don't think con man,
0: very yeah. con manny. But what a great you got me on a Duran Duran kick right now. Can We pull, yep. throw in a little Duran Duran, maybe. Eight seconds or less. Eight seconds or less. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it? If I just, just an ordinary world, <laughs> something like that. Start like twitching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very like the guy listened to that song going across the country? Across yeah. the country. On repeat. On repeat. On repeat. Whew. We got a lot of, a lot Dead. going on with that guy. What cause. else did you have? You had one more thing up here, Max. Sketchy. What is it? Oh, so
1: the SoFi uh, Stadium. Did you hear about They uh, just yeah, nixed yeah, the policy, so but it was a little What sketchy. was going on
0: with it? What was it? I think
1: basically it was, L.A. Uh, fans are kind of soft, and basically SoFi Stadium turned into the last time they played, there was a bunch of 49er
0: fans So there, to, right? to limit that, Ooh. SoFi put out a policy saying that they were only going to
2: allow people with uh, L.A.-based zip codes to purchase tickets. Okay. Uh-huh. And anyone who did not, it would get canceled and nullified without notification. Are they oh.
0: putting that on the pandemic? No. no. Oh, well, I was wondering if they were going to say <laughs> we're not going to bring They're putting it on anything. the fact that their uh, fan base is soft. Okay. I didn't know if they were saying, hey, we're not going to allow anybody from outside of our zip code in, blah, blah. blah. They could blame that on a few things, right? So,
1: Do you like the overtime? Because there's a lot of people bitching right now about overtime.
0: I know. I I don't mind it because here's my take on it. And this is – I, I will stand by this. Be a couple pretty good games in the past if you didn't have the rule, right? If it was, like, college football. But say it was regular, not from the 25-yard line, 35 Say it was regular, you know, up and back, down the field, but it was you had a chance to score a touchdown, mm-hmm. right? I don't mind the rule that it is because the way I look at it is, okay, you didn't have an opportunity in overtime, but you had 60 minutes. Correct. You had plenty of opportunities to not go to overtime. Mm-hmm. So – Determine it by the coin flip. And then guess what? Your defense is going to go out there and make a stop. Or if you want the ball. By the way, it depends. Does, does anybody select defense first? No, not now. Not now, right?
1: Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I think you could play in ex- like external factors where if you get a really bad weather game or wind, yeah. it, it, which way you go on offense would be more important get, sure. than getting the
0: ball first. Or, or the way I'm looking at it is, if your defense is just, you know, stuffing them all game, you know, you kick off, touch back, you stuff them in their in their end, right, and then they have a punt, and then you're in better field position. However, though, if your defense is
1: stuffing them all game, your offense is sucked all game. Yeah, it's like you're, you're, there's a reason you're tied. Okay, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't. The,
0: first like, of all, the rule doesn't bother me. I don't way,
1: mind I it. I don't mind it either. And like all these people are like. Like oh, it's determined on a coin flip, and I'm with like bullshit. You're as a defense, your mm-hmm. job is to stop them from scoring. You know the okay. situation. Everybody knows the situation. Yep. Just let it play out. We. All, I, I like the adjustment that they made. If it's a field goal, you have a chance to tie. Mm-hmm. Score a field goal. I like go, that. It goes. It goes. Yeah, further, because a field goal is essential. Or you score a touchdown, then it's over. I, I like that adjustment. I, I I would leave it the same way. Yep. Or. Okay. The only other thing is you just throw 10 minutes on and it's going to be wherever we are at, at the end of 10 minutes, that's what it is. Okay. But kind of like the fact that people are like... we to get you on the rules and committee. And ex-NFL players are like, oh, this is, you know, Buffalo got the game stolen from them or whatever. It's just absolutely mm.
0: ridiculous. No, I don't like that. I don't like ridiculous. that Ridiculous. It's been sudden death. I'm glad we're on the same death. boat on this.
1: It's been sudden death. I mean, you know, the soccer goes to a certain over overage time or what extra mm-hmm. time, no one knows when the
0: hell that game's
1: no, going to end. The it sign, it it's it's like Ted Lasso. Nobody has a clue <laughs> when the ref's going to blow a whistle. Hockey's sudden death. It's only one It's only one goal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it, at some point it's like life isn't fair for everything.
0: Yeah. You had all the and and all game to not you, get there.
1: You had all game not to go there and now your defense has another chance to go out there and shut them down which is your job anyway. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're like saying it's based on the determined, determined by a coin flip is effing
0: insane. Preach, preach. I'm good. Okay. We got Dan's take on that. We'll send it to uh, all the uh, football syndicated talking radio (laughs) shows. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anybody's going to open it, but Uh, never know. Okay. Let's bring on uh, VL. We'll talk about the mental side of the game. Today, we got another guest on. Episode fifty seven, we got Jimmy Van Ostrand. I call him VO. That's a, that's okay. a lot easier. So let's just go with that. And what? he
1: said it was okay. So he
0: did say it's okay. Well, he he asked, looks. I mean, he he's got permission. a beard for days right now. I don't remember that part about you because we couldn't have beards when we were playing. We played together in the Astros organization. He played for Team Canada. Is that still true? What's that for Astros? You can't have a beard. I don't know. We'll ask him. I, I, can guys have beards now?
2: The Jays were illegal. I don't know about Houston. What they? What yeah. The New York Yankees very frowned upon. Uh, I don't know where Houston sets these days, but uh, So were you happy to get up to Blue Jays? Yeah, were
1: you happy? Were you happy? It's like, oh shit I don't have to shave anymore.
2: No, well like, so the last time I had to shave full time was at Boston College coaching. And so they were, they were, Mike Gambino strict no shave policy, and that's not good. Like, I was was going bald, so I like, didn't want to admit it, but I'm going bald (laughs) and I can't have a beard. It's just not a, not where you, not where you want to be. I don't remember Gambino like that. Oh yeah! Once you get in charge, you're you're in charge. He, he, you know, no, he changed no then. No, he's a he's a stud man. I was I was really lucky to work for him, and he gave me my first opportunity in coaching and stuff. And it was it was awesome there. But yeah, definitely no no shave policy. Wanted everybody clean shaven.
0: Did you? Go to school with Gambino, I or school. was he
2: coaching already?
1: No, he was at he was a couple years older than me, probably. So yeah. you went to school. So he went was playing to ball with him. Then.
0: Yes, he was playing ball. Got it. Okay, so uh, He's, his name has come up a ton of times in this we podcast. We should probably
1: have him on. We probably should because probably.
0: I mean we've had King on who you know, you know Mike King, a few other people that are B C ties with uh Will Blackman, so a lot of B C stuff going on with this show. So you always bust my balls about baseball. Maine.
1: Oh shit. A lot of baseball, a lot of football, a lot of Maine, a lot of
0: B C. What do you expect yeah. out of the show? Yeah, it's all the people that we know. That's all we got. So um but now now, okay, I, I gotta make sure I say this right. Mental well, that, is it mental? Wow. What is it? Why don't you ask him? Okay. What is your title with the Blue Jays now? Because this is kind of a new role, new thing. We've had some people on talking about this. So what's the actual title of the role?
2: Actual title is Major League
0: Mental Performance Coach. Mental Performance Coach. Mental Got performance. it. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Because we've seen, um, you know, we had we had a great doctor on here that specializes in anxiety and performance with youth sports and he speaks all over the place, he was awesome, and colleges. Um, And he gave us a couple things for our golf games (laughs) that are huge. (laughs) That's one of the primary reasons we're bringing you on, because we're getting ready for golf season, so we need to start working on our mental performance. So, okay, first question I have for you (laughs) (laughs) has nothing to do with this, all right? Okay, this came up to me today. I'm looking at a map, and you got Cuba underneath Florida, right? Okay, and say you want to go to, where was I saying? Jamaica. Jamaica. Say so you want to go to Jamaica. When Cuba was, when we couldn't go to Cuba, I don't Castro, know what that's called. Castro, Trade Embargo, yeah, trade embargo Communist, communism. I don't know.
1: Yeah. That P- time, did that planes,
0: era. Could planes fly from Florida and go over Cuba to Jamaica, or do
2: they have to go around? What would you, what do you think? <laughs> That's a tremendous place to start. I got it. I got no I'm I'm thinking we I'm thinking you gotta go around. That's I th- okay. I, mean, I think I, I think I gotta think it extends up, at least in some manner Yes, of space. it's like the like yeah, got, like uh, air, airspace airspace something, right? Like, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So So we Googled it and what I found out is actually you still have to pay for airspace over Cuba.
0: So the airlines probably pay a fee. Probably So they probably my guess is they don't fly around. They pay a fee to fly through fly through I, the I airspace. bet
1: you they have a set rate on, hey, here mm-hmm. are the scheduled flights going over yep. that they are taking care of. But if you are in a you know a, a two seater or a Cessna, if you will. Yeah. I think you have to let Cuba know <laughs> that you will be that you will be arriving at whatever time yep. and this is where you'll be and I think you have to go through a bottleneck area too. Like yeah. you have to get to a certain point, <laughs> Sir, and you have to pay them a fee, which might be around 170 bucks. Like I'm a not toll.
0: sure. It's like a toll yes. booth. Um, so, did you expect that to be the first question?
2: What are the I mean, I mean, What were the odds there? It was. <laughs> I, I think that was option C. You know, I'm like, uh, it'll probably be A or B, but maybe they go with the Cuba airspace. Yeah, there you
0: go.
1: So. Actually, I mean, with that beard, you look like Castro yeah, right I know. now. I I think think it's a long beard. Perfect. I think it's, it's a perfect. great question. Yeah, a, so right up your I didn't know
0: the beard was going to be there. This was, I actually wrote this down. I said, I got to ask him about flying over Cuba, see if that's like a real thing. By the way, he has no knowledge of this. It's just something that we wanted to ask. So uh, next question, though. How do you go from playing ball to be on, on the, like, when were these jobs posted? In the major leagues right is this something that's in the last two years five years ten years when did this start to take place
2: yeah so i think it's been something that's going been going on in the background for a long time and you see certain organizations have some guys that have been there for a long time you know 20 plus years 30 plus years in the game uh for myself personally and and the last few years it it's definitely taken you know, taken hold and, and as far as, you know, resources go and things go within organizations, it went from maybe having one person in the entire organization to now having people at each minor league affiliate or at least multiple people in the minor leagues, somebody in the major leagues. So everybody's doing it a little differently, but definitely in the past few years, it's kind of the manpower, woman power to it has, has blown up.
0: So it's, so there's actually like rovers now for this potentially, right. In the minor leagues that are traveling around to each of the different organizations, you know, double A, triple A, whatever it is.
2: Rovers and, or there's a handful of organizations that have them have, have full-time mental performance coaches, even in the minor leagues. So it'd be like the same way you'd have your before S and C guys were every day. And like, you just had the Rover and Mm -hmm. somebody ran a strength program. Now everybody's got a S and C coach at every affiliate. Same thing. It's, only a few organizations are doing this, but they'll have somebody full-time every day um, yeah, with, with, the, with the players.
1: Is there time with you built into the program, whether it be off-season or in-season where, I mean, you're going in class, exercises, um, sitting on the couch sessions, all that all that built in? Yeah, it's it's a mix of
2: it. I mean, I think the vast majority of what we do is a lot more sort of optional and figure it out as far as scheduling and stuff like that. Um, definitely have like a space in team meetings. What we found is we try and make it smaller, kind of smaller doses and, and work into the daily flow and the daily schedule as opposed to like that. Okay. You got 30 minutes or 45 minutes in the classroom setting at the end of the in spring training when everybody's tired, wants to go home anyways, you know? So it's uh, trying to fit it into the daily schedule, but definitely there's, there's pieces that are kind of mandatory and you know, everybody's just going to be a part of what you do. Um, but the majority is just on kind of building a relationship with the guys, figuring out what right. they want to work on and, and kinda of going from there. That's yeah. what
1: I was gonna say. I think this is probably like a big relational sh- ship
0: yeah, or ship piece to, to get, it. You, right? It's easier like they where you've gotta be out you. there,
1: you've gotta be out there and I don't know what your personality was when you were playing with Tip, but you've gotta be sort of like welcoming and you know, like having chats yeah. and conversation and getting getting to know these guys on a personal level so they feel
2: comfortable coming to you. Totally. I mean, really, you're just trying to, I'm just one of a ton of people that are trying to help them, you know, help our team play better and help them perform and do the things they want to do, you know, individually and for their families and stuff like that. So I think that's the basis of any good coach, you know, figuring out what they're currently doing, what they want to get better at and and try and make them better with it. And same thing for me, you know, it's just, it's, there's a huge relational aspect where you're kind of Getting a feel for their guys, how they operate. You know, some guys are serious. Some guys, you know, want to want to bullshit a little bit or mm-hmm. whatever, and and everything in between. But you're you're trying to get that relationship and, and build that trust factor, and then then figure out what uh, what the things are you're trying to work on.
0: Are other sports doing this at the level that baseball is doing it yet, or is baseball late to the game? Where are you putting that?
2: Uh, base it's it's kind of it's interesting to watch it because I think different aspects are different of it. I, I think like the amount of people that are involved in baseball and how it's working into the minor league affiliates is baseball's kind of toward the forefront of a lot of things. Um, But the other sports kind of similarly, like there's a lot of people in the building, but how it looks as far as like the one-on-one time with players and building specific programs and specific things with guys and having enough people to do that effectively. um, It seems like the, the staffs are just a little bit smaller you know, you talk about the logistics of a baseball team versus a football team versus basketball. You know, basketball, one guy can cover it, no problem. Baseball, yeah, you're in a pretty good spot. Football, it's like, um, you know, good luck if you're in charge of 53 guys plus yeah. sports staff yeah. plus everybody else. It's like it's a whole different animal. Plus,
0: like, kickers. Imagine dealing with a kicker. Uh, and a punter. and a center. Yes.
2: The center's, fine. The, center
1: center's is, fine. the center will be fine.
0: Punters <laughs> and kickers. The, the, they are just complete. Or imagine, like, hockey, you got to deal with a goalie. Just like, uh, all I can think about is, um, what's our movie? Miracle? Oh, yeah. Remember when he's like, I want the guy who didn't take the test. What's the, yeah, he what, take
1: the, test? What's the position in baseball that's the most mind-fucked? <laughs> no, there's a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's like, I you said it perfect. Like kickers yeah, and yeah. Like, punters, baseball. those guys are just screwy. Mm-hmm. Goalies, yeah. I think it's a, like a yeah, lot of mental games. tapped in baseball. I'm gonna,
2: you're right. I'm, I'm gonna get shit for saying, but left-handed pitchers. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. it's pretty good. Yeah, I was, I was like, just
0: going for pitchers. No, you really narrowed s- it oh, down. yeah, you know a specialist. I would say the same thing. Like somebody, somebody who's got something quirky, like right? A like closer a, or a something, submariner right? or a closer, or a guy that's designed to go in there and get one out. That type of stuff. Um, I mean, the game's changed a ton. Uh, In the last since we played anyway, you know, with with starters being different now and and openers and like some days you start like a great reliever in the front end because you need to get through the lineup once. So it's a lot different. But I'm sure that there's the quirkiness of the the guy that's supposed to get the one out would be would be my guess because I'm picturing some in my head right now.
2: (laughs) I feel I feel like it's. And by nature too, like anytime you, why is golf so hard, right? Like you got so much time to think in between each shot. Like you don't just get to go on the next one. You got to sit there and, you know, drive up to your ball and be like, why the fuck did I think it was a good idea to pull a driver on this hole? Like I knew I wasn't going to hit that. Well, I haven't hit one well all day. You know, yep. same thing for like, you know, position players, they get to go out there every day. And if something goes good, something goes bad, whatever you're in the lineup the next day, same thing. You know, again, I don't, I love watching football. I don't know football, but I got to thank your everyday guys and your guys that get, to be their offense defense whatever mm-hmm. there's that mentality where you just get to go when you play and yeah you might screw something up but you get to be right back out to the next series or whatever yeah. but for a kicker when they're sitting there all game and you just think about it and then you show up and it's going to affect the outcome of a game that's more you've got more time to think less time to do and perform and that's kind of the recipe for you want to be tightened up in how you go about your your shit or else it's gonna you know that's where it can unravel pretty quick
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of just for golf, so. though, and some advice to you, right now, I mean, yeah. I think you put the cart away and you walk the course. That always seems yes. to help
0: me. It does. It gets me into the game. With my flow, it gets
1: me into the game. I can think about it. But the cart, yeah. and at Quinescent, unfortunately, you can't walk there.
0: Well, you can. You just have to still pay the cart fee. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, um, in golf, though, when I'm playing well, I don't think golf is hard. And what I try to do is when I'm playing poorly, I try to. Program my brain. I try to visualize. Doctor Chapman told yes. us that it doesn't go so well all the time. It's because I don't practice it all the time, right? But when I'm playing well, I'm like hmm, golf's easy. Pfft. I'm gonna smash this down the middle. Do it. Boom. You know, stick the green. Eh, I'm gonna maybe make a putt. Lip it out. Made par. No problem. When I'm in a bad place, <laughs> I, I wish it was that easy. I'm sometimes like when I'm putting the tee <laughs> in the ground, like eh, I have no, no clue <laughs> like, what's gonna go on right now. So and and pitching, I think. Is a lot the same way I'm sure hitting was. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I didn't hit when I was, you know, at, at these higher levels like this, but I imagine, and you were a hitter, right? So, what things, I didn't want to ask this question yet, but I'm going to go with it. If you played right now instead with this amount of knowledge that you have, what how was your approach change? Just a day to day going to bat, right? Getting in the cage, having ABs, knowing that you're in the lineup.
2: I, I think the biggest change would be just like philosophically, I would be a lot less concerned with the overall everything and more obsessive over like really being able to play one pitch at a time. Like I know it's cliche saying like one One pitch pitch at a time, time, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not like it, it can be a bumper sticker and whatever, and just something you bring up or it's literally like, that's the thing. That's every game is happening one pitch at a time. And if you get really tightened up as far as, How you go about that how you practice it how you you know build that into what you do um that would be the big just philosophical i wouldn't chase the overall everything big picture this that the other i would try and get really really good at how i played one pitch and then try and get really good at repeating it but it wouldn't get any more complicated than that because the game isn't more complicated than that we try and make it more complicated and different situations arrive and things change like those pitches can all be different but really, it's it's happening in this one moment, in this one at a time. Like you can't you can't do anything about the last one. You can't do anything. And again, there there are things that are very cliche. But I think in the work I'm doing now, it's it's I, I truly believe like that's yeah. real. Like it and just getting really good at that mindset of of trying to be perfect on one pitch and having a framework to do that, and then being able to just run it back and run it back and run it back.
0: Or if you're not perfect, just. The next one is a new pitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that I, I, mean, I,
1: I am a cliche king, and I think that was the uh, title of the title last of last episode episodes. with Growski. Yeah, and your your cliche, your philosophy is is right on. And for us, it was one game at a time. You know, you can't really control anything that happened before, and you can't control anything that's going to happen next. Why is it that Toronto or anybody else are just catching on to this?
2: I don't. I don't think it is that anyone's like just catching on to it. Right. You, you talk to all time greats from before and from whatever, and like they naturally figure out that. And even, even anybody when they're playing well, right. They're just in that moment and they're focused. They're not worried about the outcome or they're not worried about what's happened before. So I don't think it's something we're just coming on to, but I do think it's something that we're, you know, people that aren't onto it naturally or just the coaches that they've had growing up or whatever, I think more intentionally, we're getting better at teaching some of these skills, but I think it's it's the same thing. Like the game doesn't reinvent itself that like, yeah, there's a ton of things changing, the information's different and how you strategize and prepare and all that. Like there's tons of things changing but I don't think that concept is changing from the grace, how you might articulate it or how might you might do it or whatever might change. But I think it's always been there. We're just getting better at kind of drilling down to what those things are. And we're trying to help more people be able to see things that way instead of just relying on the ones that kind of naturally or by chance or by experience figured, figured that out on their own.
0: Yeah. No, it's your other favorite cliche is you can have a bad day, just not on Sunday. Just not on Sunday. <laughs> that's, that's actually Dude, I, did, that I don't know if I don't know if that's a cliche. It might not that's be. Just it's good just advice. A statement.
1: <laughs> that's good advice, and unfortunately, I've had a couple Sundays that were bad. But you don't want to have one on yeah. Sunday. Two bad so, snaps. That's great snaps. advice.
0: Only two bad snaps in dance career is what he's. Too bad snaps. He claims out of two 11 s- years, right? Two bad snaps. No turnovers on snaps. Two bad snaps So both bad snaps. Not like
1: that Rams kid. Yeah, one, on the, yeah I was gonna just yeah, say yeah. That, was, uh, that was That was not, not, not
2: good
0: timing. Not good timing.
1: What about no. all right, so I don't want this question to sound bad. Um I'm trying to phrase it in a way where it's not <laughs> it's gonna, gonna come weird. out bad,
0: but <laughs> it's uh you know, no, but I mean like people <laughs> yeah. have
1: changed over time. Their mental approach or their mental um
0: People are softer. Mental, is what you're trying to
1: say? Mental strength. Do you find He's it? he calls
0: for, me soft every other day? Well, so you're, phys, you're physically soft. <laughs> no, so you're, that, you're, no like, you're, you're
1: like you, the it's like the no, Pillsbury
0: Doughboy over no, here. No, but when I as I'm phys, becoming physically softer, you're hammering you're, on my mental softness. You, you're a, me, of
1: you're of a mental midget. Let's no, so, baloney. He I, he
0: gets a little razzed about
1: things that he doesn't really. I'm need gonna be. go you get a little scrambled. Don't worry, I got a bullet for this. Have players changed from when you've played or how you your mindset was? do you find them mentally weaker or is that, I mean, Oh, how would you put it? How, how, how the athletes now are, are thinking now and not necessarily weaker. I don't want to put it like that, but do, yeah. do
2: you know what I mean? So I, the, the way I look at it and this, I was listening to this person talk and they, they made this analogy and I thought it was perfect. Right. And they're talking about like successful people have three abilities, right? They're, resilient, they're robust and they're mindful. And it was like, all right, well, what the hell are those things? They're like, picture yourself in a fight, right? If you're resilient, that's the like, you have the ability to get knocked down and get back up. If you're robust, you can get punched in the face and just wear it. And if you're mindful, you know how to get out of the way of the punch. Right. And those are all three things that people to be successful need to have these three skills. I think in the past or historically speaking, we were really good at teaching people to be like knocked down and get back up. And we we're really good at teaching people to be punched in the face and just wear it. But we weren't great at telling them to get out of the way of punches and find the best way to do something. And I think now it's kind of flipped to where that, whether it's that generation of parents or just how technology advanced it or whatever, Now we're having all these people that are really, really good at trying to figure out the best way to do something. Right. We want to be the most efficient. We want to be the smartest with our time. You got to explain everything to me. And so like now that strength, as far as dodging the punch or getting out of the way, avoiding things is hyper good, but they're not as great naturally from how we raised them, trained them environments. They'd be in, Mm -hmm. um, just getting punched in the face and wearing it and getting knocked down and getting back up. So as before kind of old school mentality, you come into this, like, Hey, there's some better ways to do things. There's some more efficient ways to practice more efficient ways to prepare all these things. Like that's the upskilling that past generations have needed. Whereas now the skills about just like being out there wearing it and showing back up the next day or getting knocked down your face, kicked in and, and showing up the next day. Like those are more the skills that we're having to train. Whereas the curiosity and the desire to learn and find the most efficient way. Like, that's what they're wired for. Okay. So that part's really easy now. So I think it's just different things that have been emphasized in the way people have grown up. And, you know, you still find everybody's unique, right? You get different hybrids and different people, are, you get you get some kids now that are as tough as anybody ever. Um, and, and the you know, there were some pushovers 20 years ago in the, you know, quote unquote old school times. But uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing that as a whole, like I see changing is just that that ability to the mindful awareness, like get out of the way, that's now the strength, as opposed to the like just getting punched in the face and wearing it.
0: There, I, mean, I think that you nailed that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean
1: that so, sounds. So we've gone, perfect. we've gone to the other other side of the extreme.
0: Well, this is um this is the Joe Rogan thing. Soft times create hard soft, soft. people create hard times. Hard times create hard people.
1: <laughs> I think you're missing I think you're missing
0: it. It's what you're talking about though. Basically, soft men create soft times. Soft men create soft times. Soft times create hard times. Hard times create hard men. men. Hard right. men create soft times. Something like that. Something along those lines. People, I guess. It's we a just cycle plug in. It's a yeah. cycle. Yeah. If it's a if cycle. You didn't know. We're in a weird <laughs> spot of a cycle. So but I think that you nailed that with the three different pieces there. I mean we should but it also you just gave a high level definition of Sung Tzu's art of war. That's what you just described. That's the not having, like, you're in the middle of a fight or you're supposed to have a fight, but how do you avoid that to beat your opponent rather than, like, strike first, you know, like Cobra Kai? No mercy. It's <laughs> just you know, a different strike style. First, strike. Strike hard. So, no mercy. Yeah, strike first, strike yeah. hard. Exactly. So, um, no, that was, I thought that was laid out perfectly. That made a lot of sense to me. And I feel like that's probably pretty accurate with youth sports which we're heavy in youth sports is what our company overall does i
1: think it rolls into parenting as well and
0: and that's what i was gonna say which is parenting in general
1: yeah right i mean let's face it youth sports probably is more babysitting than anything else right Mm -hmm. well or it's molding minds hey you you get to mold them and you get to a certain level but i mean you've got to be mature or at an age to
0: be coached hear you gotcha did you play
2: hockey uh, if you talk to my Canadian friends, like they'll be like, "No, he didn't really play hockey." I feel like I played hockey. I played it up till I was eleven, but they like, they're like, that doesn't count, man. Like,
0: Got it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering because I know you're a Canadian guy. You know, I just assume so, yeah, you kind grew, of were born on up. skates. Do you yeah, have I, your I own up.
2: skates? No not, no. Well. no, not to fit me. No, not the fit me anymore. It's yeah. bad. I, I live in Arizona. i just totally <laughs> yeah. I'm soft. He's off the ice. I'm, I'm very. I'm very mindful. Yeah, he's <laughs> mindful. He's from the mindful
0: <laughs> side. Yeah.
2: So so no
0: hockey. So um, you're growing up in Canada, right? Where at in Canada?
2: Uh, West Coast, Vancouver, just outside Vancouver, BC. Ooh, it's Ooh. pretty out there. I've never been there.
0: Well, That's seen, one place I want to go. By the way, me either. <laughs> okay. I just have seen it on TV. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Very nice. Seen the pictures. Is it beautiful? Is it beautiful out there? Explain yeah, to the listeners. It really
2: is. It's pretty. I mean, you've got ocean right there, and then you're right by the mountains. So yeah. it's like it's pretty, pretty cool spot. It's it, it always looks pretty. So, um, start playing
0: baseball. Take take us through that path. Do you know, decent draft round and everything. Like, what did you do? Where'd you go to college? Like, how that? You know, how'd your draft plan work out?
2: Yeah. Ba- I mean, baseball is always huge for me. My dad was a baseball player. He's from Ohio. Uh, um, so he kind of baseball was always a thing growing up, like ever since I was little, um, went to a junior college, basically like talk, I, I never visited the school before I went down there and talking to the coach on the phone. I was thinking I was showing up to Baywatch and then I got to Santa Maria, California, um, which I don't know if anyone has ever been there, but it's, it's not Baywatch. You know, you're a good 45 minutes away from the beach inland yep. a little bit. You're in like um, Bakersfield. It, yeah, it's, it's headed that way. Yeah. Like it's, that's the inland stop between Baker yeah, exactly. and you know, San Luis Obispo. Um, so I, I was two years there, two years at Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, and then got signed with the Astros. But yeah, again, I mean, I was, I, I feel like very fortunate to have been around awesome coaches the whole time and just things that, um, you know, we're kind of just random how they fell into order ended up just being the perfect, perfect spot for me. And things, things worked out well
1: with the mental coach. How did that come about? Did yeah, you have to go back about. to
2: school? Yeah. So I got done playing in 13 was my last year. Um, And then that's when I got the, the gig at Boston college as a volunteer assistant. I was, I was full into coaching. Like that's, that's what I wanted to do. I, lo- I love baseball. I wanted to get, get in that world. And uh so I, was there two years, went over to university of Arizona, was there for a year and had a guy named Andy McKay, who's with the Seattle Mariners. He's their director of player developments, basically runs the whole minor league system. And he had been my summer ball coach in the Alaska league in college. So like I'd known him for, I guess 10, 15 years at that point. And uh, so he basically reached out and said, Hey, um, and he had previously been the mental skills coach for the Colorado Rockies. So he'd worked in this arena and he basically pitched me on like, Hey, I'm trying to build out a mental performance team. I think we need more baseball players and baseball voices in this. I think you'd be good. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Um, to which I was like, well, that sounds awesome, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, how does this, how do I go from here to there? And he basically just said, like, go, start back at school. We'll kind of get you under some guys. So you can, we'll have work for you in the meantime. And then, you know, as you figure out and learn more what you're talking about, we'll transition it into a full-time mental skills role. And uh, so that's kind of what I did. I started back to school that fall um, doing a master's degree, mostly online stuff, a little bit in person. And then by two years later I was transitioned and I'd I'd finished my master's and transitioned kind of more full-time mental performance work with the Mariners. And then things just kind of, roll from there.
0: Yeah. It's, um, so my wife is in this space, so she is a counselor wellness, like, you know, that type of world. So I hear the word mindful all the time, you know, it's, Boy, it's a different game for sure. I mean, she went back to school for it. And like now, like she, you know, the way she speaks, the way she like, you know, kind of has conversations with people. It's different. It, it feels very much like how you are. You're the way you're talking to the, it's like, I'm talking to Tracy kind of just with a beard on yeah. his face. So that's <laughs> hot. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you're super hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I look, always looked at it as like, okay, you got the couch, the person lays on the couch and says what they, you know, what their feelings are right it's like the opposite of that it's more like the exercises that you've been talking about do you learn both like can somebody come into your office and kind of sit down and pour it out there or is it more you're helping them with breathing techniques right and like the other things that we talked about with planning yeah. and like one pitch at a time you know what part is more prevalent i guess
2: so i'm definitely we're we're lucky in the sense like we have one guy who's more on the mental health side of things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on the performance. So if you think of it like a continuum or whatever, like you've got say anxiety, depression, serious challenges there, like that's his specialty clinical side of things. And then more the performance realm, like what's transitioning on the field. Obviously there's a ton of like in between and gray area, yep. right? Cause if things aren't going well off the field or you're having challenges with that, that shows up on. Um, so we, we work tightly together. Both of our services are totally confidential if the players are wanting it to be confidential. So we're, we're tightened up kind of that way. Um, so from that point, I'm a lot more kind of more, what are you going to do on the field? How are things going there? Um, but again, you're there every single day, all the guys, like I do have, um, I am not licensed as a mental health counselor. Mm -hmm. So I don't, it's important. You know, your scope of practice and when Mm -hmm. to refer and when to get guys out and, um, get them in with the right people. But, uh, you do have knowledge and you're, you're almost like an educated for like a very educated friend, a very knowledgeable friend from that side of things. Um, trying to not to brag, well, not trying to brag, to, trying to, trying to, very educated yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I use that term. I guess I should probably use that term loosely. Um, but uh, no, so I think most of it is more that, but again, at the same time, you know, a lot of it, sometimes it is a, an office setting or a whatever, and you're just breaking things that like, what do we got going? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to figure out? What are they going through? And just listening a lot and trying to help them sort of piece some things back together. Um, but a lot of it is just, you know, smaller things out on the field, you know, I'm out there playing catch with guys, I'm helping them an extra hand in the cage or on the field out there in batting practice, you know, and so it's, I think that's one of the cool things. Like sometimes I'm shagging BP and I'm talking to guys and you're just, BSing about like, where'd you go to dinner? What'd you do last night? How are you checking out the city? Mm -hmm. Um, and then other times you're having a really meaningful conversation and to anybody watching, it's going to be the same thing, right? Like sometimes we're talking about serious deep shit they are going on in right center and nobody knows any difference. Yeah. same way we're talking about, what'd you have dinner last night? Um, so I think that's like one of the fun things and being able to be sort of in these spaces and and have access to the environment. And I I take that responsibility seriously, right? Like I want to, you know these guys and their success is so important to me and trust is the foundation of everything um but i think it's it's a lot more of sort of the the performance side of things and then the last thing i'll i'll say on it is like i think sometimes there is this misconception about mental performance work that it is like just breathing strategy and like on the couch and on the like do these some of these different like formal techniques and stuff like if you're taking ground balls and we're putting a clock on it and we're doing some of these things and we'll replicate gameplay, like that's you're not doing it just obviously there's the physical benefit, but you're getting your mind used to game speed versus runner versus whatever. You know, if you're on the on the mound or if you're playing catch or doing some side work or whatever, and we're working on whether it's the the breath routine or how you refocus or how you work through one pitch, like it's that's mental performance work. So that's a lot of what we're talking about. Like sometimes it's, you know, thinking I think for people that haven't had work with and and everybody does it differently, but I think there's this misconception about like, Oh, I got to teach them how to visualize, or I got to teach them how to breathe, or I teach them how to goal set or whatever. And like, that's definitely a part of it. But I think a lot of it too is just thinking about the things that they already do in their day. How do we connect that with the mindset and the mentality that's going to show up in game time on the field and all those things, you know, and just make sure that they're, the mind space they're in while they're preparing is going to help them show up when, uh, when they're playing the game. Have
1: you, have you had one of those breakthroughs without saying the name of a player or or an instance where you've come home at night and just went, fuck yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, definitely. And, and there's definitely times when it's been the opposite, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, like that's the cool part of it and and everything in between where you think like fuck yeah we had a breakthrough and then you watch the game and you're like oh no that wasn't it you know and <laughs> the and, and, film doesn't yeah, lie went over 5 <laughs> and then, 4 and, days. Then, vice, and yeah. then vice versa where it's like you know oh i don't think anybody listened to anything about that and then you're watching the press conference 2 weeks ago and they're quoting something that you said to them mm-hmm. you know and it's like so it's it's really i think that's just been the cool thing about the work is just like you know, getting to know the guys, staying in there, staying committed to what, what we believe in as our mental performance group. And, um, you know, sort of practicing what we preach and, and being there to try and help, but it's not, it's not about us at all. Right. Like it's not, I'm, I'm never going to get another hit, right. My career's done Mm -hmm. playing. It's really just trying to help these guys do their thing. And, and that's, I think that's a cool thing about where you get the enjoyment from. Um, it's it's not about me anymore, whether I do good or I do bad or I do whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like, how do we win games as a team and I think that makes it kind of that much more rewarding um, when when things go well for the yeah. guys
0: Cool. Um, I've got one for you. Did you ever play with McKellar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping that you did because I knew we were close, right? I knew we were close, but I wasn't sure. And <laughs> he's I was just you know, McKellar was he's my guy, laughing. right? He's just laughing. Well, we have McKellar on. It was like the most viewed, oh, listened to. He's a beauty. Unbelievable. He is an
2: absolutely beautiful human being. Yeah, no, so well, no doubt. What would you perfect. do for
0: him? So perfect. <laughs> That's where I'm going. So I. I know, you know. Now you've got all this stuff, but we can go in the past and we can take somebody before you had your skill in your trade. Plus, so McKel- what, um,
1: McKellar gave permission for this <laughs> to happen. McKellar absolutely yeah. gave permission. He actually, so he,
0: he said it's okay. Let's set the stage. Hypothetically, you have a six foot six, redhead, <laughs> long hair, gangly guy um, gets in trouble a lot, uh, viewed as a as a team morale guy, but also a potentially labeled as a as a as a bad guy. <laughs>
2: How do you help somebody like McKellar specifically? I think, I mean, one of the cool things, like we got different taglines, like speaking in the cliches or whatever, like one thing we really believe in is that the guys, you're, you're the expert on yourself, right? And like, so it's important that we help guys be who they wanna be and not try and put them cookie cutter into a, hole, into yeah. a, uh, into a mold or something like that. And so I think that's the thing with McKellar, right? Like he's this beautiful human being, beautiful personality, beautiful person but if you try and make him something that he's not, it's going to rub people the wrong way. But also if he is misunderstood or some of the things that he's doing are rubbing coaches the wrong way or affecting a team in a different way, like that's not good for him, the person, the player, anything. Right. So I think that is where, you know, with McK- it'd be awesome working with someone like him, right? Like he's just, he's fun. He's intent. He's real. He's yeah. funny. Like everything about him. Right. So I think, really it just starts with like, he's gonna say a lot, right? Which is beautiful. So I just listen. And then it's about figuring out like these things he's saying, what is either in things he's doing or the way that he's being perceived and things are taken from him that's actually not coming across right and not helping him and serving him and doing the things that he wants to do. And then that's kind of where we we build our basis off of. But basically it's just gonna be driven by him saying what he wants to think, where do you wanna go, what do you wanna do? And then me, being like, all right, well, knowing how some of this is playing out versus something else, like we got to tighten this up here because you're mm-hmm. wanting to do this, 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 but for whatever reason, when you come across in this way, it's not playing out for you. Would you agree with that? Yeah, okay,
0: let's. Got it. This. So that is some of your responsibility mm-hmm. then. Okay, so if you, if I also asked that question again and you said I couldn't help him, McKellar, I would have been fine with that answer. <laughs> I think I think that a lot of people could understand. Well, I think two DUIs in one night is you know that's enough. I mean he was, I think it was just he's gone over beauty. the limit. So he told the story on this. I don't know if you were there for this, Vio. It might have been. It it was probably close. But when he shit his pants and sliders and stretch in the morning at spring training, and then he hung them up in Sergio's locker and yeah. <laughs> and he buried them. It's I I couldn't laugh harder than that. I mean. And what's funny though is I don't think that's a bad thing. No, but I think that's just being and a and teammate. That's I know, but that's what's so funny about like professional sports, right? It's like something like that, like somebody who's the mental performance coach. Who you would think like, oh, you're stern, like or, you know, I got to make you need that shit that's team building you need that stuff you need that type of stuff to happen for it to be like loose you're with each other 300 days a year you know 250 days a year it's a lot going on mm-hmm. so you got to have the shit in the slider putting in the locker story was, every once that, in a while that's how he ended yeah, the interview yeah. too that well was were amazing. you in corpus when we put the tarantula in, in eli's locker were you there for that you might not have been there yet no, i was in okay you might have been a year year no, off no, no, no. that yeah, was a good one he yeah. had a panic attack and had to go to the hospital
2: <laughs> <laughs> was. A, I, could was a, see, I could see how that one would play out, though. I oh yeah, it. I
0: know. I know you probably can remember that one. So, um, I mean, yeah, this is this is all stuff. I mean, I I was Dan knows this. Right around a year ago now, we had a Peloton challenge, and you know we battled it out, but also it was a lot going on. A year into the pandemic, and I like faced anxiety for my first time ever, and I was like why do I feel like shit? (laughs) You know? And I was like in bed for a couple of days. Like, I don't want to get up. Like, this is brutal. Like I'm feeling like winded and I like, wasn't out of shape. I felt it was probably the best shape I've been in in 10 years. Probably. And it was just, I was like, feel. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if I ever faced that when I was playing and just didn't recognize it. And like, now I'm out of it or I'm older or something where I was like, I felt like shit for two weeks. You know, and I've been pretty good since yeah. then. Once in a while, I get a little spun up, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't feel like I ever had it playing ball, though. You know, and there were some nights yeah. I should have had some anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> no. and, so, and there was definitely some nights that I should have had some depression yeah. for sure. But I didn't feel like it um, when I was playing. I just felt angry sometimes if I had a bad night, right? Would, and I would, you know, I didn't need to go drink beers and like blow off steam, but it was just like shit. I wanted to get back out there and play again. Um, yeah. But now that you know, was my first time first time dealing with it right i think he Dan called me a few times i didn't answer everybody was worried he came over to the house the ceo is like have you heard from tip (laughs) (laughs) no i haven't so i I don't know i mean i think it's i think people maybe in our age like in terms of played 10 15 years ago you know whatever it is 15 like we might not we might have had these things just not recognized it you know what I mean? And I don't know if you felt that way at all when you were playing, if you had a bad game, if you were a quiet guy and kind of was like, leave me alone after the game and I'm going to go drink a couple beers or I'm going to go in the cage and hit for an hour. Or if you were like McKellar, great example, you didn't know if he threw a no-hitter or if he got his ass kicked. You had no clue, right, because mm-hmm. you just had this, like, personality and kind of vibe out there. So what were you What were you like when you were playing like then? Was it, was it more like did you have that
2: anxiety feeling at all or – I mean, I don't, I don't think too much like the, but again, like same as everybody else, right. You have good games and bad games and you navigate them, you know, a little better on some days than others. And um, I, I think like, that's the the cool thing about what I get to do now. Right. It's we've always had like your pitching coach or your, you know, manager, hitting coach, whatever, like they're already helping us with our mentality. So like it, how you approach the box or how you do it, but like they're also watching you, swing they're also watching your mechanics they're watching a lot of things so like i think with my role like i just get to watch for that right mm-hmm. like is a person a little bit more out of character than they normally would be mm. you know it might be because they're two for 20 it might be because you know you know their kid's not sleeping well at home and it's yep. driving their wife crazy mm-hmm. and, and now he's having to stay up to calm her down at the end of the night or whatever right and and both those things are very very valid but i think like reflecting back like I think I was pretty fortunate to manage things fairly well most of the time. And just, you know, the, the skills that I brought to the table and how to navigate things. Um, but there's no question I could have done a lot of shit better, you know, and I could have improved more and and there's some things you leave on the table. And, um, that, that's probably everybody to, to some point, you know, but, um, I, I think it's, you know, I was, yeah, probably fortunate in how I navigated it, but if I, had had someone that I could have utilized and I knew how they'd be able to help me out, I probably should have done a lot of stuff better too. Mm -hmm. Pick
0: a, uh, doesn't need to be a current player. Could be a past player. Baseball could be a separate sport. Could be a football player right now. Who would you want to take a crack at to try to understand, you know, and help them out?
1: I wonder. I, I'm just wondering where if you're going to this guy. Where am I going,
0: <laughs> Antonio Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there. I wasn't going to Antonio Brown. But is there somebody you could take a crack at and be like, man, I'd like to, I, you know, if it was baseball, I, I'd love to spend a little bit of time shagging balls in the outfield with them and getting their brain. Or if it's if it's football, yeah, I'd love to, you know, be be with them during a you know an off season, season practice. Right? Do you have an athlete that you would pick?
1: And they could be yeah, all together. Hey, I just want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to look. I want to see what he does. What makes him so sure sure
2: no that's good i mean there's tons of athletes that i would be super interested in them to almost like just from a fan for like i think they do it really really well and mm-hmm. i'd want to you know just be around them and I, I think that's the cool thing of being at the high level right like these guys are really really good like if i don't mm-hmm. show up for work for the next 2 years like they're fine they're still going to be really good like i'm not no. that important um do i think i can help i hope so you know some of them but again like these these guys are awesome. Dan, you know, you know, yeah. playing at the highest level, like it's, it, it's, it takes something special, right? And it's, it's really cool. So I think that's one of the coolest things being around these guys and watching them play, um, and everything. I'm, I'm trying to think somebody who'd be, you know, questionable. You like can that. say,
0: you can say Brady, it's fine. Do you want to get into Brady's head? Oh
2: man, I, <laughs> I'd, I'd be obsessed. Like he's, I <laughs> know what you it's, in, it's incredible watching how he does his business, but I think it'd be cool seeing it on an everyday basis too. Right. Cause mm-hmm. then it's not the press clippings, It's not the TV 12. It's not the, it's, you know, how does he operate Monday through Saturday? You know, it's not the post game interview or what you see on Sunday mm-hmm. out on the field. Like I know there's so much more that happens behind the scenes. So like, that's the cool stuff for me. It's not, you know, um, you can nerd out on man in the arena or whatever, but I feel like having Dan's experience of, of, you know, playing with the guy and watching him come up and develop and things like that. I'm sure there's so much more to it. Um, yeah, that's in, that, that's an easy person to want to just see what they do for sure.
1: Yeah, I think he lives in cliche land like us, you know. It's well, just, to the it's press. It's, what, no like I outward, mean, right? All right, here, here you go. I, I texted yeah. him last week. Mm-hmm. And it was just when that Brady bl- brand uh, stuff came out. Yeah, did you get a coupon code by the
0: way? <laughs> not yet, not yet. Can we get a coupon <laughs> so code? I texted I, text that? I, I got fifteen hundred dollars. I'm, uh,
1: I'm on Instagram and watching all these like famous people or something like that watching out, open up the Brady boxes yep. and stuff. I, yep. I, I texted. I was like, "Hey, dickhead." Yeah, you know, can I get a box. <laughs> hey, wait, did you forget about your old center here? I mean, why why can't I get a box? I'm yeah. an XL, by the way, or something like no,
0: that. No, yeah, he's like and he probably said. Was was right it was
1: it was a few days before the Rams game or whatever. The text back was, "Hey, Texas guy, I'm focused on the victory on Sunday. You know, and I mean that's <laughs> he like yelled at you like no, a no, buddy. no, it wasn't a yell. It was just like, hey, I'm gonna, you know just trying. Yeah. But that's the mindset, and it's the same thing yeah, you were yeah. talking about. One pitch at a time. It's like I'm not. You know, I can compartmentalize a lot of things at one time, and, hey, you do this, you do this, my focus is here, and that's how he lives his life.
0: I, I- i mean he's the guy i, I would still catch. haven't had a, i haven't still haven't gotten the box though yet by the way well i was hoping that <laughs> maybe it doesn't fit you and it could fit me
1: <laughs> you, it's probably a it's probably an athletic fit
0: okay it well, might not it might not fit either of us then. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, so i would pick if i was picking that vo just so you know i and i think this guy is what you talked about the three levels right that are the three things you yep. no ryan Right, and we both were around Nolan Ryan. Probably. Yeah. I was around him a ton early on in the in the career. I don't know if he was as part as much when you were coming in, but talk about the first two and probably not the third as much or a different yep. style of like, I mean, he literally did get punched in the face during <laughs> the game, right? And he delivered punches yeah. during a game. And, and he was like that in a rough and tough farm, you know, farmer, right? Like that type of stuff. But probably wasn't um, – very mindful the way that people are mindful now of like avoiding the punch or avoiding conflict or avoiding whatever, right? So he'd be one I'd probably pick because I'd like to just know like what things were he, was he doing. It had to have been different.
2: I got I got my answer now. I think DK Metcalf oh, would okay. be who. Yeah. I, um. And sort of where I'm coming from is like I Seahawks fan. Um, a little bit, and he's you see like the one viral clip of him in the draft where like he takes his shirt off and Pete Carroll takes his shirt off. Like there's a huge confidence sort of who he is, how he asserts himself, all this kind of stuff. Um, And you see like monster performer in terms of skills and ability and thing. He can just do things that people can't do, like the combination of speed and physicality and everything like that. Um, But he also had a portion of the season this year where again, you can't catch what's not thrown to you. And I don't know nearly enough what I'm talking about to decide on if, you know what was the reasons behind anything? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Um, uh, pro sports are so hard. Like that's one of the things I have a hard time with. Even just being a fan now, I'm like, dude, I'm second guessing like what the Bills are doing, in- <laughs> and I'm like, those dudes are so smart and so good and everything, and like, why am I having these thoughts? Like I've been, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having the flip side of like when people are like, why are you starting this period? Like you know so much more than anyone else, but they just get to say it. But um, with that, all that being said, like you just see how like. I think he has the traits to be one of the best and he already is, right? Mm-hmm. But I think just in terms of consistency like you haven't to this point in his career he's still really young obviously but like DeVonte Adams or something like that like he's going to get you know 6 plus 100 plus a lot right and DK Metcalf can still go 2 for 37, 2 for 26 for 3 weeks in a row and so again I don't know if it has anything to do with the mentality or how his work is in practice, or how his relationship is with the quarterback, or what. But like or that line one is sucks. one for me. That's yeah. just like an interesting. How is it? Is it communication with coaches? Does he get frustrated with something else? Is it whatever? Like, is there something there that potentially I could, you know, you could, you could help with um, in terms of how a dude performs? Because he's man, that dude's fun to watch when he. Yeah, because he's, he's
0: superhuman physically, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, it really is. So, but uh, I, it's a good one. Okay, we'll take that pick. Um, I'm going to put a picture up him
1: with the shirt off and then put one up a you next to it and see well, how it compares. Put, <laughs> put, we'll put you beside that, you knucklehead. <laughs> We're the same,
0: we look the same right now. <laughs> hey, you got the Grind shirt on. You're using Grind? Yeah. This grind's one of the uh, – so I order 10 cans. Uh, by the way, you got a coupon code for that too? I order 10 cans a month. I'm in the 10-can-a-month club. Mm, you shared those with me. Those yeah, are good. You like I'm those, right?
2: right? Yeah. yeah you those use, are – yeah grind grinds those are my guys so those were two college teammates that's that what is, i wonder uh, I, I, so you were yeah. they started that and he might he might have a coupon a, code though.
0: yeah that's a coupon code we'll have to text him for a coupon <laughs> code on that i yeah. mean i mean yeah, we, we can definitely get a coupon code okay i'm in the sure. thousand can club i think for that so what we just gave him some free press right here grinds go to uh getgrinds.com. i think that's the site i there even you know go. that so yeah. there you go look at that yep um, yep, yep. Hey, this was fun. We had A ton of fun. This is good. You you have any more questions? No, I'm, I, was,
1: I, was, I was I think we had a good conversation, so I don't yep. want to ruin it with a few stupid questions. <laughs> Do you have a stupid one? <laughs> well, I can't no, wait to hear. Because he was. I mean, here is one. You, you were a coach, and you, you you not just the mental side of it, but you know, with all the stats and numbers and and nerd ball coming into baseball, <laughs> nerd ball. It's nerd ball. <laughs> what about? I mean, what, what would you would you be able to? you know, pick out a player or scout a player based on just what's on paper? Or are you the guy that wants to go look at the film?
2: Mm. I got I got to see film me yeah, personally. Man. Like I, I, again, like I, I think the analytics have brought a lot to the game and taken out some biases over some things and you can see stuff, but I know having been fortunate enough to be in clubhouses of good teams and fortunate enough to be in clubhouses of bad teams, like, there's a lot more than just what a person brings on a stat wow. line on a baseball field and stuff like that. There's some guys that are worth more than what shows up on the back of their baseball card. And there's some guys that are worth less than what mm-hmm. shows up on the back of their baseball card. Um, so to me, and, and that stuff, obviously I'm, I'm biased, but that stuff's important to me, you know, in terms of team culture and team building and, and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, so for me, I got to see, and then just like film's film, man, there's something different about like a, a you know, Get it? How a guy plays, how a guy embodies, like carries himself on the field. Like I, I do believe strongly that there's, there's a lot of value in that stuff. And getting to watch a guy play and see these things, I might not even know what I'm looking at, but you like feel it, right? Or you, you sense it. Um, and I think that's just a fortunate part for for those of us that have got to have been around sport, a sport we care about and a sport we deeply love, like you just get these sensations or feelings about guys. And more often than not, they're right, you know, when you get to watch it play out over time. So um, I'd, I'd be big on film, big on seeing people in person, big on interacting with people, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. But again, that's not to say, there's huge value in the other stuff, but so I- So I gotta think you're heavily involved in the that, draft. Yeah. Uh, I'm not personally our department no. is so we've got we've got uh, another guy who does a lot of the kind of draft interview process works with with our scouting department and and things like that so our mental performance department is very much invested in the draft process Um, kind of my day to day is just a lot more he's already the in the guys. he's already in the, the club he's his, in the clubhouse his clock's
0: already ticking for the 10 years his clock is ticking remember when we were talking about oh. the 10 years
2: oh yeah the a, clock is ticking no, 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 no. no? no, no the clock's no, not no, no, ticking no no, no, no. No, no, no! Clock ticking. You oh. gotta, there's only so many. There's only so many people that clocks can tick at the same time, and I'm I'm a little lower on the. Ah, man! So man don't you're working for it. You're working. You're work to 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 towards. Clock. It. I do have
0: one. Um, so <laughs> Toronto, right? So, mm-hmm. does your paycheck come in U.S. dollars or Canadian dollars?
2: <laughs> this is a real question. Totally, it's it's totally in loonies. They, is, they give you like a huge stack of money. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah a whole pile of those gold things. The, yeah. the truck backs up and you yeah. got like a Donald Duck like money pin to, to dive into. Yep. I've always no, wondered uh, this. This is real. Our, all our all our payroll is US dollars, kind okay. of the way it, it functions, um, right. which is actually something challenging for the team as a whole, right? Because all your revenues in, or most of your revenues in Canadian dollars and oh, all your expenses God, are in brutal. American dollars. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, kudos to our. Multiple
0: multiple people either. in that like uh, conversion office. Frank would be just yeah. oh amazing up there. Our CEO, our CFO would be like lost. <laughs>
1: <He'd> be <laughs> he might need some mental health classes after that day.
0: All right, Theo, that was good. Are, are you speaking anywhere? Are you going straight to spring training? Like, are you done speaking engagements for the off season?
2: Yeah, we're we're done. Just wrap it up. Um, looking forward to heading down to Florida here in another another few weeks and, and getting going, hopefully. Uh, we'll see how, how everything plays out. Where's, now, tr- where's but, Toronto uh, now?
0: Where's Toronto's um, where's their
2: spring training Dunedin, right now? Dunedin, Florida. Yes, just that's north right. Of Tampa. That's right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Sounds nice. Maybe we'll be down there. We'll play some yeah. golf. We'll look you up. You can help Ooh, us out. Love to. Okay. There we go. All right, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Have your grinds. Do your mental uh do your mental um, exercises. exercises and and, you know, go be an All-Star. That's how it works, right? No. Thank you,
2: guys. Okay, man. Thanks, V.O. We'll talk Thanks to you, buddy. Meet you,
0: man. All right. Later, y'all See you. Ya. See you, buddy.
2: all Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.